All right. Well, we are excited to uh, to get to study together with you um, this week. No, we weren't able to uh, to gather together last week through uh, podcast and do regret that. But um, last time we were together, we actually didn't uh, look at our study through Philippians. And I'm looking forward to looking back into Philippians together in uh, the first chapter. And we'll look this week in beginning verse number 12. You've got Paul teaching here to the church at Philippi. And we know that Paul had certainly been through uh, quite a bit of adversity in his spiritual life, quite a bit of adversity in his ministry. But he set a great example for the way that a Christian and especially a minister um, should carry himself in his service to the Lord. And we find that he uses the things that he did, unfortunately, have to go through and things he did face. Um, He uses those as an example um, here to the Philippians. He uses those events and things that he went through as um, kind of a a, a remembrance or an example of what, what God had done for him. He could have probably taken some of the things that have happened to him and uh, maybe pouted about that a little bit and uh, complained about it, but he chose rather to further the gospel of Christ with the things he had come across in his his ministry, in his walk with the Lord. Paul, in Philippians 1, beginning of verse number 12, he says, But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather under the furtherance of the gospel. Verse number 13 says, So that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. And so I was encouraged by studying the testimony of Paul here. We know that he wasn't, um, before he was saved, he was, uh, of course, one of the greatest Jews to ever live. He was the most, uh, one of the most knowledgeable men on the earth, I believe, as far as uh, earthly terms outside of the Lord Jesus. He probably was the smartest man ever to live. Um, but he had missed the mark in his life. And it wasn't until he began a relationship with Jesus. It wasn't until on the road to Damascus that he was uh, miraculously and wonderfully saved that he began that relationship and began to understand and know what what life really was and began to know what the purpose um, of life really was. He began to understand that um, life is not just uh, about ourselves and understanding what we can understand, but yet is understanding God and his nature and how wonderful and great he is. And so we find after Paul is converted and he's saved, you find with Paul that he, in his walk with the Lord, goes through some hardships. I'd say if you're a Christian this evening, you've probably been in the same boat. You've probably been uh, through some hardships in your life, maybe some things you don't understand. You maybe have faced situations where you've seen or experienced the touch and the hand of death. Maybe you've been through a situation where you were abandoned and left alone and treated bad and talked down to. But Jesus, in his grace and his mercy, even though he uh, does allow uh, everything under the sun, and even though the things we face and things we go through are part of God's plan, and we sometimes can't understand that, 
We know that there are lessons to be learned from the hardships in our life. We know that as we face adversity, as we face things that stand before us, that that look down on us and, and try to defeat us, things that stand against us, we know that it all is working better for the cause of Christ. We know that God is using the things that uh, that are standing before us, that the giants in our life, if you will, we know that that God is using and utilizing those things in our life, hopefully to be for his benefit, for his glory and for the good of the kingdom of Christ. We know that it is important that we we stand firm and we stand strong in our walk with the Lord. We know that it is very vital in our in our daily walk and our daily lives that we are dedicated to the to um, to to spreading and pro- proclaiming the gospel of Jesus. We know that as we walk along in our daily lives, that it is important that each thing that we come across, even if it's even if it's bad, if it's if it's good, then it's that's great. But if it's something bad, that it's something that we can use to point and direct people towards Jesus. Now, I know that us in our lives and our daily walks, we get busy. And it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to come across something that maybe isn't an encouragement to us, but rather it discourages us. Maybe the way someone treats us or the way things happen that, you know, maybe they don't end up the way we think they should. Maybe we face uh, something that, that that we don't like. Maybe that there's something that comes up and we've been praying hard about it. God, God handle this situation or do this or do that. God, I pray that you would uh, just, you know, let this happen or let that happen. Not every time and not in every situation does the things we desire and the things we want come to fruition. Not every time we pray for something does God allow that to be what happens. Not every time I say, Lord, uh, just give me uh, happiness in this situation does it happen. Sometimes it feels like he's left me, but he never does and he never has. And it's important to realize that when we are facing that Hard, those hard times and we are facing that that difficulty in our lives that we must realize that God is using that for his for his good for his glory for his kingdom and so Paul here he refers first I believe to this to his sacrifice in the ministry he says I would ye understand brethren that the things which happened to me unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel they have fallen out rather to the furtherance of the gospel. I'm sure people, especially Christians that were not extremely mature Christians, maybe Christians that needed to do a little bit of growing in the spiritual realm. I'm sure they looked at Paul and they uh, admired all that he had faced and all he'd went through. I'm sure they were intrigued to hear the stories of the things he'd faced. I'm sure that they were interested to look at uh, the the shipwrecks and the famine and the beatings and the, the being locked up in jail. I'm sure they looked at those things about Paul and, and probably made him a hero. But he says uh, here, he's specifying, and I believe pointing out that I want you to know that what's happened to me, it's been used for the furtherance of the gospel of Christ. What I've faced and the things I've went through in my life, it has been used to, for the glory of God. If we could just get hold of that spirit, if we could just get hold of that mindset that what happened to me, I'm not, I don't want to victimize myself. I don't want to 
have something happen to me. We're bad for this in our day and time. We're we're guilty of this, of, well, something happens, and we just have to tell everybody about how bad we've got it and how bad things have happened to us, and we just have to let everyone know what I've seen or what I've heard or what's happened to me or what was said to me. or uh, I, I almost where people want everyone to feel bad for them. We've got to work on that. We can't be that 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 way. Everything that comes across our, our life in some form, in some fashion, can be used for the glory of the Lord. Think about it like this. All the blessings that you have, all the things God's done for you, there's probably somebody out there that looks at you and they think, my goodness, look at all God's done for them. They're probably envious or jealous of what you have or things God's blessed you with. I, I'm, I mean, we all have things that we envy about somebody else or they envy about us. It's just the fact of the matter. But if you consider it and think about those people that watch you, that see all that God blesses you with, they're watching you when times get tough. When you have something happen in your life or, or you're, you're fighting a spiritual battle, there's somebody watching you. And it is in those times where if you react and you say, Lord, I want you to take this difficult time. I want you to take this hurt. And I want you to take this pain that I'm facing. And God, I, I want you and I need you to use it for your glory. Make it and use it to the furtherance of the gospel. Lord, if it takes me going through a hard time, going through a bad situation, Lord, if you use that to reach someone for you and for your cause, so be it. I know it's easy to say, and I, I can't say that I'm always good at doing that, but Paul's referring to these events that it transpired in his life as a necessary sacrifice in his walk with the Lord. His sufferings further the cause of Christ. I think that's a great example, and I think that unfortunately people lose sight of what God's goal and what the Lord's purpose is with certain situations and circumstances in their life. Now, there's some things I haven't faced, so it's not exactly my you know my territory to be able to to speak of. I've honestly, if I'm honest with myself, I mean, I, I've I've lost people in my life. I've lost people that I care about. I've I've had good friends pass away. Um, even young young friends, uh, dear friend passed away as soon as we got out of high school, and I remember how it uh, weighed on me and how it how it hurt me. We were just 18 years old, and he died in a car accident. And I remember how I thought every day for so long, man, that could have been me. That should have been me. I mean, the way that I was living my life at that time was not reflecting right upon the Lord, wasn't giving uh, the Lord a good name, made me look like a hypocrite, and certainly didn't bring anybody to the cross. But I remember my friend passed away, and I think about for nearly 13 years in school, 12 years in school, however long, almost every school year I had class with him. And I think about, especially in high school, when I was going through some spiritual battles and trying to settle myself spiritually with the Lord, I think about how 
I wasn't an example to him like I should have been. I wasn't the type of person in front of him that I should have been. I wasn't uh, someone who brought glory to the Lord's name. I certainly didn't tell him about the Lord. And I remember the day after he died, I remember I was praying and, and just trying to trying to get some help from the Lord. I was just, it was it just broke me. And I remember the Lord bringing it to my attention that I hadn't been an example to he, in front of my friend. I hadn't been a witness in front of my friend. And that broke my heart. And I, I've tried to, to pray, Lord, make me who I need to be in front of other people, regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of what I'm facing, regardless of what, what hurts me in my life. Lord, give me the strength to get through and give me the power that I need to turn turn that bad negative situation into something that you can use for your glory. And that was Paul. This was the example he's saying. He says here in, in verse number um we saw verse 12, but in verse 13, it says, so that my bonds in Christ are ma- are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. We saw the sacrifice to the ministry, but look at his slavery to the ministry. This was kind of that transition in my life of I'm praying and I'm saying, God, I want you to. I want you to use the things that I come across in my life, and I want you to use the things that 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 hurt me. God, I want you to use the things that 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 work negatively against me in my life, and I want you to turn those things into something that somebody can see that might make them want to come to you, that might make them want to believe in Jesus, that might make them want to come to church. And and so I, I had to realize that these things that come up in my life, they're just a a, a part of this walk. They're just a part of this earth. They're just a part of my my days here. And I can choose to sulk and cry about them, or I can turn them into something that can be used for the Lord. So I had to pray, Lord, bind me to you. Once Paul got a taste of what serving God felt like, he actually felt went over or felt bound by the overwhelming gift that God had bestowed upon him. To a point where he spoke as if he was physically enslaved to the ministry. And without it, he felt that he might die. And so when he says that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and other places. He was able to show the world his dedication to the Lord to the point where it appeared as if he was literally enslaved to the Lord. The term many would use would be sold out. He was certainly, I believe, sold out to the Lord and in turn was bound to God in the service of the Lord. If you get to a point where you're serving God, you get to a point where you're living for the Lord, especially somebody that's been called into the ministry, somebody that's been called into certain ministries, whatever those may be, you're bound to those things. When you go to the altar, the marriage altar to get married, you're bound to that person. When you go and you make a decision in your life, you're bound to that decision. That's what you chose to do. When Paul decided that road to Damascus and how he, he, there was really no other option because of the magnificence of the Lord Jesus on the road. When he was redeemed and saved at that point in time, 
At that point in time, he became bound to Christ. His slavery to the ministry was something that was a great example to other people. He was bound to the thing in his life he was called to do. You say, well, I, you know, I'm, we're living in this modern world and we just don't, we're, we're just, it's just different days. It's different times. Sin's the same. Well, I, you know, I, I just like to go out and do this with my buddies or I like to do this with my friends or I like to do this on the weekends or whatever. You can be bound to the world or you can be bound and enslaved to the call of Christ. And Paul's testimony, part of his testimony, is there's been some sacrifices in his ministry. There's been some hardships and hard times that he's went through. But he's enslaved to it. He's stuck to it. He's bound to it. And he has to continually, day in and day out, as he would say, he dies daily to the old flesh, to continue the relationship with the Lord so that he might grow and that he might reach more people for the cause of Christ. We think about his sacrifice to the ministry and his slavery to the ministry. But think about the spinoff of his witness. Verse number 14 says, And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. And so he says that clearly, of course, he sacrificed some things. The things that have happened to him, there's been some bad things that have come across. There's been some good times. There's been rough times, rough spots, and there's been times upon the mountain, but he says, the things which happened to me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel. He's made some sacrifices. And then he says, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and all other places. And so he's enslaved to the ministry. He's enslaved to the calling. He's enslaved to the things that has God has called him to in his life. And that spins off to people watching him. We had just talked about that not too long ago, thinking about how that people are watching. People are wanting to see how we react. People are looking at us, wondering what we're going to say, wondering what we're going to do. People want to see us fail. People want to see us fall, especially if they know we're a Christian. But the spinoff of the sacrifice and the slavery is that it spins off that it might be used. It says, and many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident, it gives strength. Waxing confident by waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. You know what that can do? Is we can be an example to other believers, other followers of Christ, that they might want to, like us, take up the cross, follow him, live like him, act like him, separate from the world, live like God's word says, pray, be that type of person they need to be, be instant in season, 
study God's word to show themselves approved, that they might look at us and see that we've responded to these sacrifices in our life. We've responded to these situations in our life. We've responded to the slavery or where we're living bound to the word of God, bound to the service in ministry of the Lord. And they see that there's something there to be desired. And there's a life that's deeper than anything this world can provide. It's something that's greater than our mind can imagine. And it's only something that can be achieved by living for the Lord and being an example for him. Some people don't have the willpower themselves to, to push along and always just be who they need to be. We all fail. We all come short, but some people need to be able to see people like Paul as an example of look what he went through. Look what he faced when I'm a little bit down. Look what he has, has fought. I think about people in my life and men in the ministry that I really look up to. And I tell you, it's, it's uh, a lot of these older men. Uh, it's, mostly older men that are examples to me that I want to be like and people that are my heroes. And I tell you what, the people that I look up to the most, they've had the hardest times in the ministry. They've sometimes lived the hardest life. They've seen things and been through things in their life that no one should have to deal with. But because of their sacrifice and their testimony, because of the things that they've experienced, they've chose to let God get them through it. And it takes somebody like me, uh, or, or it comes down to somebody like me and it encourages me. It, it makes me confident in my service to the Lord and it furthers the cause of Christ. There's nothing admirable about a man that'll tuck tail and run the first time some, th some things get hard. I'm afraid there's a lot of pastors out there that the first uh, you take what's going on in our world right now and things we're facing things we're seeing there's a lot of pastors that that won't stand up and say hey we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look at what the bible says about these situations they're not willing to say you know i hey, because of the 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 majority the screaming uh majority that that would would hound them they're afraid to say anything but i tell you what people that will stand up that encourages me People that will say, no, we're not going to stand for this. We're going to stand for truth. That encourages me. That makes me want to go further. That makes me want to live more dedicated to the Lord. It's people who serve God in the good times and the bad times, like Paul here. They live for the Lord when things are looking up. They live for God when things are looking down. They're bound to the cause of Christ because they love it. And they love people that don't know Jesus. And they want to see those people saved. That was Paul. And the spinoff of his witness is that it gives others boldness to stand for the Lord so that the lost might be reached. That's all I've got this evening. Let us pray. We do appreciate you joining in. We're going to pray and uh, look forward to seeing you, um, having you listen next time. Lord, we love you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time together. God, I pray we would take this example from your word, and I pray, God, that we would grow from it. I pray, God, that it could be something that could help us to grow spiritually. pray, God, that we would take the situations that are negative in our life, God, and we would use those as examples Pray, God, that we would take the things we face in a negative light, and God, we would say, you have the glory. It's your will anyway. And when we can't understand why we're facing something or why we're going through something, Lord, you can, and we appreciate that. Lord, we pray that we would be more challenged to 
live a life that's more bound to you. Lord, I can attach myself to the world, but it won't do me any good. But if I attach myself to you, Lord, if I say, Lord, I'm willing to to give up my life, my walk, whatever I choose to walk for you, I can live a happy, wholesome life. Lord, and as a result of that, we know that it reaches people and that our walk and our testimony and our example, we know, Lord, we know that it brings people to you. Lord, we love you. We pray for all these people. Pray that you'd help us. Pray, God, that you'd give them strength, and I pray that you'd help your church, God. It's a sad time. People are hurting. We love you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.